0: Welcome Welcome to to Teen Up, Up, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world.
1: If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella.
0: And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back.
1: Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you.
0: This week. We have Isabel from Just Isabel Things podcast, and she'll be discussing her opinions on education with us.
1: I'll start with the first one. Could you just do a little podcast intro for your podcast?
2: Yeah, so hi, my name is Isabel. I am the host and creator of the Just Isabel Things podcast. Um, every Sunday, I put out a new episode where I talk about pretty much everything from movies, personal life experiences. Um, I also have tons of guests on the podcast as well. And you can follow me on Instagram at just.isabel.things.podcast. And I would love for you to check out my podcast. Again, that's Just Isabel Thing.
1: Okay, great. So with the first question here, why do you think education matters? I think education matters
2: because it's honestly the key to success. I feel like, I mean, there are a lot of great people out there who aren't educated and that I think is like absolutely crazy. Like there are success stories and I find them super inspiring. Um, But I think education matters and I think education is important because you learn so much from education and There's so many experiences that come with education, not so much just the academic part, but the social aspect of education as well and like meeting people and yeah.
1: Okay. So moving on to the next one, does education determine a person's future job?
2: I think it's a very big contributing factor, but not in every case. Like In college, you could have someone major in, let's say, education, but they could turn out to be like a business person. And you could have someone in college major in business, but then they, you know, go back to school in their adult years and become a nurse. So I think it it can be a contributing factor, you know, like a lot of people who do major in business, um, go on to be business people and a lot of people who, you know, major in nursing, like going to become a nurse. But yeah, I I definitely would say it is a contributing factor, but not in all cases.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that is a very interesting thing that people do because one of my teachers from elementary school he actually majored in politics and and he later um I, I think he took some classes in education and then became an elementary school teacher. So, would just say that it doesn't matter that much as like people some people might say maybe um like in terms of higher education like
2: I wouldn't say like you should put it off to the side and just major in what, like whatever, because you, again, you are paying for a college education and college, mm-hmm. um, especially in the US is very expensive. Um, So like you should major in something that you're interested in. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I mean, if you or your parents are paying a lot of money for college, then you should put some thought into what you want to major in and what you're trying to do. So that's kind of my take on that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Next question. What are some things that you think could be fixed in this whole education system? Whew, that is a very big question.
2: And <laughs> I <laughs> yes, and a lot of things can be fixed in the education system. So I am going to be a freshman in college, but one of my big senior projects as a senior in high school, one of my big projects was I had to do a research paper and it turned out to be like a 15 page research paper. A we We got to pick a topic that we thought could use. Like some fixing, it could be, it didn't have to be with education. It could be like human trafficking, um, you know, like all that good stuff. And so my, um, topic was a special education reform. Um, and I and I did a ton of research on special education, how COVID has affected special education um, funding, which is a big problem throughout education, not just special education. So one of the biggest things that I care for and like, I'm really passionate about is special education. I'm not like majoring it in college, but it's just something I am like passionate about and have a big heart for. So I think special education is a very big problem in education. Um, I also think funding just in general is a very big issue in education. Um, These schools, there are some schools out there who just don't get anything and it's really, really, really hard to watch. A lot of, I think teachers are underpaid. I really do. I mean, they're the ones educating us. So I feel like they should, you know, they deserve more money and more pay. Um, But that's just a few of the problems um, I believe that should be fixed in education.
0: Um, I guess- in a way, how would you say if like you're the governor or if you're like the president, how would you fix these problems?
2: Oh, how would I fix these problems? Well, I would definitely would want to look at all of the schools and maybe I don't know what I would do. I would like I'll probably just like do an overview of all of the schools if I'm a mayor, governor, president, whatever. Um, and I would just say, "Okay, for all the schools that, you know, get under say a million dollars in special education funding then let's bump that up to 1.5 million but i haven't really looked into other ways to i guess increase funding or increase resources in the classroom i get it's really hard because you know the us is not is broke and like money is like so weird in the us but yeah that's just something i i would do maybe i don't know i'm not i'm not like super into politics so i don't know of like ways to like Fix like world problems, but I'll have to look into more into it.
0: Yeah, but like in general, you would say like raising awareness.
2: Yeah, raising awareness is honestly such a big thing too. That's honestly like, like if you don't have like the money resource, like the money resources immediately, like even just raising awareness and just like speaking to like members of Congress and stuff like that is honestly, uh, you
1: know, one step could could change a a lot. Yeah. So next question: What type of curriculum have you? had in the past or present. Is there anything in particular that you would like to change about that specific curriculum?
2: Yeah. So throughout my whole entire life, so from the time I was in preschool and now, even now, I was enrolled in private education, um, private Catholic education. So I have never been in a public school setting and I don't think I will ever be in a public school setting. I am going to a private college. Maybe I'll transfer. I don't know. But I am going to a private college. I have been in the private education system for many, many years. So I know it very well. Um, And what was the second half of that question?
1: Is there anything in particular that you would like to change about that specific curriculum? Anything in particular I would like to change?
2: about? I don't know. I guess I've never thought about it. But private like education and stuff does kind of get like a bad rap for being, oh, like like these snotty like rich kids like private education like there's like this stigma like oh like private education just means like smarter kids and all this stuff and sometimes it does get annoying I've heard it so many times I've heard it toward me so many times and it does get annoying it's just like okay like that's not true like like no matter what education you get you're gonna succeed in the world and I just You know, I'm enrolled in private education just because that's what works for my family. And like, that's like the family tradition that I've always like, that's just family tradition that, you know, my parents went through private education. My grandparents went through private education as well. So
0: So what would you say is something that your school did well? Like you think maybe other schools or other places could adopt?
2: I was in, so I did... So for preschool through eighth grade, I was in one school and then high school, I was in another school. So I've, and then I'm going to be in college. So that's another school. So I've been in three private schools. Um, So I feel like I can give an interesting take on this. In my grade school, we were, so I graduated from eighth grade in 2017 and kind of then I was, so like during middle school was when a lot of schools in my area um, in particular were a, Adopting or adapting to technology, more technology in the classroom. Um, In sixth grade, we all got our own laptops, and we were kind of the first school to do that in the area, which was really cool. So I think my private school uh, prepared me in the sense of that I kind of got a hand on technology and like how to use like Google like services, like Google Docs, Google Sheets, uh, Google Drive, you know, like that type of stuff, like Google Classroom. So I think my private grade school prepared me very well for like technology in uh in the future and now i use like Google Sheets like all the time uh, for like podcast stuff and then for high school in terms of like my high school private education um, my high school private education prepared me very well for college I did a summer class in college like this past summer I did a, a, a class like an English class and I did very well in the class and it was kind of a breeze so I, I'm glad that my private high school education prepared me very well and I'm not saying like pub- like if I were to have a public school ed- education like I would not be prepared for that class, but that's just my personal experience of how my private education prepared me for that class. And I hope it can prepare me well for the for the future of college and what's to come. Okay.
1: So you think that the private education like overall did well? Like you were you appreciated like the overall, right? Yes. But did you I don't know if it's like the same with how in private education and the US. But like, do you feel like you could be given more free time in your whole like?
2: Yes, yes. So for my high school, my high school was known to be very like academic, dri- like very academic driven. I had lots of homework throughout high school. Very like college prepped. Let's do like, let's, like, let's get down to business, like study. Um, and I mean, I did have a social life. I did have friends, you know, we did, we went to football games on the weekends, we had our high school dances still, you know, I was involved in clubs, too. So it wasn't all like academics all the time. But my high school particularly, was very, like, academically, top academically driven. And a lot of kids in my high school are, are from my high school were very, very, very smart. Um I was not one of I was not one of them, but in in America we have this thing called the ACT. I don't know if you guys have, are familiar with the ACT, but it's basically a test that you take in your junior year um, and it's scored on a scale of like one to thirty six and my high school average was a thirty. <laughs> which is very, very, very good. And the national average is like a 22. Um, and like the public school average in my area is like a 23, 24, 25. So for it to be a 30 is really crazy. So my, my high school experience was very much rooted in like, academic, like strong academics for high school or not for high school, for like to prepare you for college.
1: Okay, so moving on to the last question. Do you think that one's neighborhood determines one's future? I believe it's a contributing, like I said in a couple
2: questions ago, I believe it is a contributing factor. Um, not all cases, but I believe it, it, it can be a contributing factor. So if you live in a predominantly good neighborhood, safe neighborhood, great schools, then where, you know, let's say 95 90%, 90% or higher of your graduating class goes on to college, then chances are you you probably will go to college and um you have the a lot of resources available to you to go to college. Um I live in an area, I live in Chicago suburbs, but closer to the city of Chicago, there are those neighborhoods that are some of the worst neighborhoods in the US. So I, you know, see it on the news all the time where, you know, not a lot of kids from these schools have have the resources to go to college. A lot of parents of those children um did not go to college th- themselves and Unfortunately, that's just, that just happens. It happens all over the US. It happens all over the world. You do hear those success stories of kids who grew up in not the best neighborhoods and who go on to do great things. And they go on to Yale and Harvard and, you know, they're, they're first generation college students. And it's so, it's so fulfilling and great to hear. That hear those stories, so I believe it is a contributing factor, but not in all cases and scenarios. I mean, you also could have someone who has, you know, in my grade particularly, you could have someone who has. So my grade, 100%, went on to college, um, and we only had like two people who went on to do uh, military. Um, so you know, if someone were not to go to, like, it could happen where someone in, in my school setting did, like, didn't go to college um or like did not like go on t- to go to college um like that that, that could be a, like that could easily happen i think it has happened before um but yeah i, I believe uh, your neighborhood or your environment does is a contributing factor but not in all cases
0: mhm yeah we actually kind of get this question from uh like a video from vox and that video was talking about like how like the zoning of the government and mainly about public schools and which schools you go to, Um, they they are like their argument is kind of like, it's a remnant of older times. So uh, it's an issue that people should be aware of and that something we can all work to solve together.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it's going to be really interesting to see how, you know, the effect of COVID and just kind of seeing how that plays out for education systems in the next five, 10 years or so. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there is definitely a very big impact. And it really got people started to thinking differently and maybe rethink some things that we believe before.
1: For sure. For sure. So I guess that brings us to an end to this. We're really happy that you're here with us. And thank you for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you so much
2: for having me. I had a great time on this podcast talking about education this is like the first time i've talked about like education as a guest on a podcast before so i really appreciate this opportunity thank you so much again for all those of you who are listening my name is isabel you can check out my podcast Podcast, on instagram and just you can search just isabel things on spotify and apple podcast and again thank you so much for this opportunity and i can't wait to see what you guys do in the future thank you
0: thanks again isabel for joining us today remember to check out her podcast it's called Just Isabel things.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode.
0: We will upload a new episode every Thursday.
1: Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast.
0: You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you you and bye. bye!